You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's podcast. Yes, welcome back. And oh my gosh, Brie, have you been watching The Bachelor? I'm actually a little behind. Brie, you have to catch up. Okay, so in honor of the recent episode and today's extra special guest, Caitlin Bristow, we're going to perform some erotic sex poems. Oh boy, here we go. Happy hump day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bree, and this is the Bella's Podcast. Okay, Bree, so how crazy that we had Caitlin on right before Artem and her were partnered up on Dancing with the Stars. I feel like we totally manifested it. Oh, yes, we did. So let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So today we are opening up with a beautiful rosé. From Trident. Mm. I love it. I love love it. it. Throw in some jalapenos. You'll really love it. Make sure they're raw. But we have an amazing entrepreneur, a very successful podcaster, a Dancing with the Stars Mirrorball Trophy winner, and off the charts singer, and has been on Broadway, and one of the most favorite bachelorettes in Bachelor Nation history. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Caitlin Bristow. Woo woo! My teeth are hurting from smiling through that. That was so nice. <laughs> what you're putting jalapenos in your in your rosé? Oh, you are welcome to New Heaven. So slice up raw jalapenos. Artem and I like invented this and it is so good. That sounds like something I would enjoy. You would love it. It's almost like the feel of a skinny margarita in a way. It kind of has that vibe. So Brie, I feel like because I don't have an extra mic, I got to kind of kick you out of your chair because (laughs) I feel like (laughs) the most responses we've been getting for Caitlin to come on the podcast is they really just want to hear a little bit with Caitlin and Artem. So I have a good idea. Wrestle me out of this. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Try to fight me. Seriously? I'm getting into character for later. 
Oh, our listeners, you guys are in for a treat. I'm getting into character. I'm starting now. Okay, I'll get Artem. I'm out of here. I felt I felt like I was about to have a front row seat to like some some good stuff right now. I was like, yeah, do it. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like giving me those eyes. I was like, you want me to fight you? Like, I know we're recording, but damn. Okay, what? He's not even a real baby. I mean, he's like a little Russian doll. Look at him. Oh, my gosh. You Teo, guys. say hi. Hi, Teo. So we're going to jump right into it, but we can't give too much away, you guys, because Artem's going to be going on Caitlin's podcast, but we've been getting asked so much, like everyone wants to hear about your guys' journey together. Yeah. Caitlin and I kind of talked about, you know, we felt similarities of you on coaching. Oh, I see. <laughs> he's already nervous he's already nervous um what did i get myself into i think you know what you're getting yourself into you know both of us <laughs> yes okay so caitlin we need to go through like how you felt the moment you saw i mean we saw it on dancing with the stars a little bit but that yeah. you knew like artem was going to be your coach and what you were excited for for the journey kind of how that went yeah i was i mean everyone kind of knows the story or maybe they don't actually that artem and i were supposed to be partners like five years ago i was supposed to go on dancing with the stars the creator of the bachelor kind of um said no (laughs) we'll put it like that he said no and then five years later artem was back on the show i was like oh that would be such a dream if we could be partners like we were supposed to be five years ago. So I, I'm kind of a dork with like um, crystals and manifesting and all Me that too. stuff. Yeah. My dog's on my lap where I'd be able to show you, but I have like a picture of the mirror ball in my mirror. Like I was just manifesting it. And I just kept seeing Artem in the studio when I walked in I was like, that's who it's going to be. That's my only person. I actually like secretly reached out and didn't know if I could do this, but I was like, I don't know if you guys can do this, but like, please put me in with Artem. And they're like, well, we can't technically, but like, you know, we, yeah. they can't say they're going to, but I, that's who I wanted. I, I'm talking like he's not right in front of me. Hi, Artem. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. I opened the door and I just, I almost knew he was going to be standing there. So, I mean, we all heard how loud I screamed like a freak. <laughs> I loved it. Well, it was funny because I was telling Artem the same. I was like, Artem, like, are you allowed to request people? You need to request Caitlin because that is your chance to be a winner. Like I totally felt that. I was like, she could take you all the way. I couldn't. Sorry, Artem. But we went well, semi-far. Artem, you tell me how excited you were. Did you? Why didn't you scream as loud as I did when I walked in the room? Well, first off, I'm not a screamer. <laughs> Let's just say that. Okay. He's not a screamer. I no, can let you all, all know I, that. I, I, I'm just getting very excited, like internally, not externally, like a lot of people do. So, but I was really excited. But no, that was awesome. Honestly, walking in and me and Nicole talked about and said, like, how cool would that be? And it really happened. So I thought that was always a joke, like, or not a joke, but set up. Like, I didn't think you actually walked in and didn't know who your partner was. I thought it was like all for TV. And I was like, oh, this is really We had no idea. Oh, no, we literally had no idea. And sometimes they do say like, well, this person done this and this and this, but we're not going to tell you the name. So at least you wear, because I'm sure some, like, for example, my first season, I came all the way from UK. Like, I kind of, knew who my partner was yeah. but i wasn't really like oh i know exactly where she's from what who she's was done. your first partner my first partner was leah thompson she's an actress from back to the future oh yeah yeah yeah, of course oh my god that's crazy yeah but like sometimes like for example if you get some olympian person who've done olympics or from sports 
you don't necessarily so watch sometimes. <laughs> like so, you don't watch sometimes fights. necessarily Olympics and stuff <laughs> like that. So you walk in, it's like hi. Uh, so you kind of want to be prepared, and sometimes yeah. they do prepare you, but sometimes you say like, go ahead, do your thing. So yeah, this is one of those. They did not prepare me. So I have a question actually for you both. Because being like the winners, are you guys, I mean, and I hate even using the word bummed, but like, did it bum you out at all that like your season was during a pandemic and no life crowd and like you couldn't fully do what you could usually do like on the seasons that aren't in the pandemic? Do you wish at all like it was different times or... I mean- Artem and I kind of talked about this after the shows and stuff because I didn't really have anything to compare it to. I didn't know what it would feel like. I mean, I know I've done shows and stuff before where there's a live audience and I know what that energy feels like. So I wondered what that would be like to have a crowd cheering for you. Um, But I think it definitely, like from people I've talked to who've been on the show before, they're like, it was so cool to not have an audience. And, you know, like that would be so nice to not have those nerves. So... I think, I mean, there's a plus side and downside, I think, to it. I think the plus side to it, yes, you definitely don't have people in front of you who's judging you. So there's definitely less nerves. But at the same time, I think it's great sometimes when you do some cool move and people go like, yeah, crazy. So you get the real cheer. Yeah. This time, I think everyone got the same cheer. It's like yeah. there was obviously like a button that people pressed like, yeah, and you're like, cool. Yeah. So you don't really know how the audience would normally react. And I think some of the performance maybe didn't get the reaction that they deserve, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, audience loved the like gimmicky stuff. You know the, what I mean? So yeah. Spots. yeah. So I think... There is a plus and minus. But I think the hardest part was, I think, the finale because normally finale is like this grand thing, you know, like oh, it's so one fun. stage at the, the Grove, two na- two the nights. other stage at CBS. And there's like two different performances happening at the same time and so many different acts performing. So I think it was just felt like another week. It did not necessarily yeah. feel like it was the yeah. finale, at least for me, you know, like because I've experienced obviously in the past. But I think, I, I mean, look, I think it was a different season, but it was a great season. Well, I think where the plus is, is for TV land because you get so many more viewers because we wanted something like new and fresh and you guys were live. And so I think that's where like there's a big plus for it because we were craving it. Yeah. So. And, it, and it's such a feel good show, right? Like it's yes. something that the world needed to escape on a Monday night for an hour, however long it was. I think it was a nice escape for everybody to just, you know, watch somebody dance. At least that's how I felt too. Even just doing it. It was such an escape for me to just like be able to perform like that. And uh, yeah, the finale, I was going to say the same thing, like just from watching it on TV, I think I had an idea in my head of what that would look like if, you know, winning and, and the whole production. Um, yeah. So we won and then we're holding up the mirror ball and it was just like all the production came out. It was like behind the scenes camera crew. Like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Tough. Well, what is it the season when they have the, what's it called when people come back? All stars. So hopefully you could come back when it's a live crowd for all stars. Oh my gosh. I think that, that would be, be amazing. Incredible. That'd be I'm like, so I incredible. I don't know how you dancers, like the pros and even just people who go, I don't know how you guys do that to your body every season. It is so much. And how they usually do season tour, season tour. Yeah. I mean, their bodies stay so ripped, but their toes are so messed up. My toes are disgusting. Oh, I remember when I danced it's and my toes... It's not a ballet toes to get messed up. Okay, but for us but. girls, we have to wear the open-toe ballroom shoes and dragging it all the time on the ballroom floor. Mine were disgusting. Oh, yeah. Mine are still disgusting. Artem, you look 
You look like a true dad right now. Like pink headphones on crooked. <laughs> Have you seen ballet dancers feet? So you cannot compare nail yeah. polish off your toes versus ballet feet dancers right. from the pointers. Well, something we can all talk about before we get more into Caitlin and I bring Brie back yeah. is that we're all watching The Bachelor every week. Oh, my gosh. You guys. Okay, so can we talk about... I mean, but I don't want to be mean. I know. Well, it's hard. I want to be mean. It's hard to at least not poke fun. Right. Okay, so Queen Victoria. I I have to start there. Now, is that like one of those producers? Because I I get it. Like, you need to keep her on, I think, every week to stir shit up. Well, I was dying laughing because I saw one of... Who is still a good friend of mine. She's one of the producers. And I saw her. They showed like um, behind the scenes where Victoria didn't know she was being shown and she was talking to a producer. And I'm like, look at my friend, the producer, just nodding her head, like egging her on. Like, yeah, yeah. you're so right in what you're saying. I messed with her. I'm like, you would. So it's funny because I think it's definitely oh, egged totally. on by producers. Like, her feel like, yeah, of course. Of course, this is how oh, you yeah. should feel. Keep going. But I think she's taking it to another level where I'm like, uh, she apparently she saw a confidence coach before she went on the show and that the confidence coach was like channel your inner queen and she's just really channeling her inner queen <laughs> wow that's i imagine the producers like you know when they have the kim kardashian gif with the money like how she's hitting the money i just see producers yeah. being like mm-hmm, there you go yes. keep it going <laughs> absolutely and that's and then the people complain at home. They're like, "How is she staying on?" And I'm like, "Because this is the entertainment of the show. Of course, there's always a villain that stays." Totally, I would be upset if she left. I really would. Like, I get I excited to see what she's gonna do or say next. Like, I was actually bummed that um, what's her name left. Um, San Diego girl. The San Diego girl. Right. The news reporter. Oh. What's her name? Oh, Sarah. The one, the oh, one who Sarah. was, yeah, the one who was bullied by everyone. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. wasn't bullied, oh but like gosh, those girls are mean. Hey, yeah, they were so mean. And I saw your tweet, the not cool ladies. Yeah, and I was though kind of like, whoa, that was like super like massive attack. It made me feel like really bad. I have, I thought about Artem watching this while you guys were <laughs> when you guys were oh, like I on was your couch. Totally I'm like, I would that. love to hear Artem's co- commentary on this. I, I want to film, but then I'm like, I'm like putting so much in my IG stories. But what he says during the whole thing, he's always so like mind blown. I mean, you even saw with the dildo. He just yeah. was so confused. Like, is she giving it to the guy to use? Like, I don't understand. And it's confusing. I'll give you that. I mean, think of it this way. <laughs> you, the guy who is like meeting all the girls and the girl showing up with the dildo in lingerie. I mean, what is the first thing goes to your mind? Yes, this is the girl I'm going to marry. Right. This is the girl I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find out everything. I want to know who this girl is. Or you're going to be like, that's a little strange. (laughs) I'll definitely keep looking at what she's going to bring. But is it the really good move? Here, I'll tell you what it is. It's a high risk, high reward move because... My entrance into the limo was very aggressive and very sexual, and I was very inappropriate. But I was like, that's my sense of humor. And if he doesn't get that sense of humor, then I probably don't want to be here anyways, because that's just who I am. I like came out of the limo guns blazing, told a sexy joke. Like I was trying too hard almost to be like, ah, that's my humor. (laughs) But then I was like, but that's me. So, I mean, dildos, maybe that's her humor. Yeah. I guess my next question would be, okay, let's say they get together. Would he like say, can you please get rid of this thing? Or like, (laughs) is he okay? Like, I don't know. I think it's strange. Again, 
very different culture. Well, I would be like, that is weird. We see things very differently, but it's totally the man and female perspective. Well, you know, actually, Caitlin. The other thing. Yeah. Why all the guys are so naive? Naive? What do you mean? Like the leads? Well, if someone someone comes in, right? For example, I'm not going to lie, but this is the second time I've seen things like this. The same thing I think happened with Peter. That someone came in and is like, oh, Peter, (laughs) I'm just getting bullied by people. And all of a sudden, the guy's like, I believe you. I know. No, no way in the world that's how it but, works. Because imagine if how come he in and would complain look. to go like, hey, two of you get to the room right now. Let's figure it yeah, out what happens. But Artem, why is it only one sided always? Because and imagine then the girl, always the girl who is pretty much like less of a aggressive, getting kicked out. You're right. Well, she, it's weird. I don't know, but that's not how I but think. But can you the imagine if he's like, works. "Yeah, you're full of shit." Like, imagine what the viewers would think. Them. Yeah, totally. And what but if she was getting least, bullied? It doesn't give another girls a chance and opportunity to do the same things to the other girls because they know, oh, we're both gonna stand in front of this guy and try to explain our story. But it's always Artem, two sides of the story. This is like a scary movie when the killer is like right behind and you're watching and you're like, "Why wouldn't she just like do this? Why is she just yeah. running towards him?" And like, it's like that thing where you're watching and you can't understand you're like it's the bachelor format why do so many things happen on this show i don't know but that's not a movie but that's reality tv <laughs> okay so right, well maybe, then you know maybe. what maybe again baby i'm too naive no, no, well, no, sometimes. no. I agree. Every I'm time I'm like, why don't you just call them in the same room and exactly? I do, exactly. I agree with that. Exactly. I because I, they I need to have the perfect. group of girl drama. Yeah, because that's we tune in and we we sit there with the popcorn like, oh, shoot, look what's about to go down. I mean, there's some they need it. Evil people in that house. Let me tell you (laughs) loud evil. I was just curious what went really wrong with those people's lives. Did that mean Victoria has to kind of like have some huge issue going on? I mean, come on, let's be honest. She's legit. I'm not going to lie, but it's it's she's an evil. She's like there is no a good a cell in her body. That's how I feel. She has all Honestly. bad bones. Even she bad. comes in outside with this girl. She and has she's bad like, cells. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. <laughs> totally get it. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Oh, no, I totally understand. And then she goes back and talks shit about it. I'm like, whoa, you don't think it's going to be shown? I think she wants to be the villain. She does. So, Caitlin, now you know how my couch is on Monday nights. I want to be there. So, right. He like constantly is asking me questions of like, but why and how? And I'm like, just watch. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce 
and a flavorful dry rub. Mm, it's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. 
And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming, delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this. And I can't wait to hear what dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. So I'm so curious, like, what was your, like, the first time, like, you were like, you know what, I want to go on The Bachelor. Like, what was the feeling? Where were you at? What made and you want to do like, it? And I was, like, like saying I'm going to go on The Bachelor for the first time? Yeah. Well, it was my, okay, so I ended, um, or I didn't end it, I got dumped um, by my ex, and we lived in Germany, and I came home, and I was devastated, and I was just so heartbroken and crushed, and my girlfriend was like, I'm going to get you on The Bachelor that's going to be how you find love. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready. And so she sent in all my like videos of me, photos. She filled out all the paperwork and I heard nothing back. I was supposed to be on Juan Pablo season. And then a year later they called me and I was working at a restaurant and they were like, Hey, this is so-and-so from casting with ABC. Are you single? And do you still want to be on the bachelor? And I was like, yeah, I do. And then that's like, I was more ready at that time. I would have been such a freak if I went on straight out of my heartbreak, but then I was like, okay, sure. So that's, that's how it happened. My girlfriend did all the hard work for me. Oh my gosh. I love that. And so your experience on the bachelor, like how was it? I loved my experience on the bachelor because I was one of the girls who I was actually friends with everybody. They understood my sense of humor. So I was able to still like poke fun at them, chirp them a little bit, like make fun, but they knew it was all from just like a good place and whatever. But I felt like I got along with everyone. I felt like I got along with the producers really well. I felt like it was just a really cool experience where I wasn't totally for real in love with the guy, but I was kind of starting to think maybe I could be. So I I got like the love, the travel, the friendships. I got to experience it all on that show. It was one of the best times of my life. Oh my God. I love that. And then, so then when you knew, okay, it's between me or this other girl to be the bachelorette, how was your feeling? Because do you know how she became the bachelorette? They had a vote that night after meeting who was the other girl? What was the other girl's name? Brit. That's right. So it was between Brit and Caitlin. And you know how they do the first nights where you and I get really pumped for, like, you know, they meet everyone. And then the guys had to vote and decide. 
yeah, the guys had to decide between me and another girl who they wanted to be the bachelorette. And I was like, pick me. It was like two women being pitted against each other. I was so against it. But at the same time, I I was friends with Brit. So I, w- I didn't see it like that. I didn't see it as a competition. I went into it with the mindset of like, if these guys are here for her, then they're not for me. We're so different. And like, yeah, it would be a huge ego bruise to for them to not pick me. But like, that would mean they're definitely her kind of guys and it probably wouldn't work with me anyways, but it ended up being me. So it was all good. Yeah. And then you found love and you were engaged for three years, which ended up leading you to then the love of your life. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, you guys know everything about a long engagement, but yours is different because we're in a pandemic. I was like, we're probably not figuring this out. It's been three years. (laughs) Yeah. Right. No, it's true. I mean, and still ours has only been Oh, just hit two years. No, a year. year. Oh, no. We've only been engaged for a year. Oh, yeah. A little over a year. I thought it was two. Yeah. So only a year. Shit happened quick for us. (laughs) But it feels feels like it's been a long time, isn't it? It feels like it's been a really long time. You guys have accomplished a lot as a couple together. Totally. I mean, popped out a baby. You guys won the Mirrorball trophy. Lost jobs. Got jobs. I mean, moved three times. That's wild. It's wild. Okay, well, speaking of The Bachelor, because this past Monday they did erotic literature. We're going back to that later, but Artem, you got to bounce. That's my time to go. That's yeah. my time to go. Because I'm going to have to give some details about you. Well, it's good to see you. Say bye-bye. He actually looks like a little doll. He doesn't he? Artem and I will always stare at him, and we're just like, how did we create that? It, like, he's it, just so beautiful. He look real. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Thank you. That means so much. He's just, and you know, since he came out, because, you know, newborns, you never know, like, and they oh, change so much. Awful. Oh, Brie and I look like two little monkeys. Really? Like, so I much hair. You guys. Oh, my gosh. I, I'll show you. We were just like, I mean, we look like almost the troll dolls, like where you just have hair and these, like, we're just, that I mean, I look me. like a baby monkey. Yeah. I actually showed Artem, I don't know if he showed you, Um, when... I forget what picture he showed me. It was on his phone for a long time. And I was like, Mateo literally looks like I did when I came out. And I found a picture and put them side by side. And we actually look the same. No way. Except I was a girl and Mateo was a cute little boy. I'm going to find it for you and resend it. Because it was insane. And Artem laughed because he was like, oh my God, you do look like him. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh my God, please send that. I have to see that. I will. That is... I think that's the the best part about when you have a baby is when they come out and you see like, who do they look like? Are they mixed? Like, and then just seeing them grow. It's just, it's, I never thought I would have a boy who has like crazy blue eyes and is just so fair skinned. I mean, he's Artem's mini, but he's starting to grow up and look more like me, but I think it's because he has my facials and stuff. Yes, he does. I can see both for sure. Obviously Artem like has the light eyes and stuff, but I can see, especially when he makes certain facial expressions or does things, I I can see the mix. Yeah. Oh, 100. And I feel like because we hang out so much and Artem's Artem with him and I'm so loud. I'm the crazy one with it. That will be me. Jason's very by the book and like it has to be this way and it has to be this and at this time. And I'm very much like wherever the wind blows me. (laughs) I love it. That's the best. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, 
when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes, usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. <laughs> Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, welcome back, Brie. Thank you. We had to get in our Bachelor talk. And as I told you later, we are going to be doing our erotic literature. Artem gets super excited to talk about The Bachelor. Like, Caitlin got to see it. Oh, really? He has so many questions, but they're all very valid. They are very valid. Yeah. And I don't know how to answer them. Uh, I don't either. And I've been yeah. on the show. <laughs> That's hilarious. He analyzes everyone's oh, decision gosh, making yeah. and the actions that they do on the show. So as you can imagine. Because his questions are so logical. We watch and we're like, you know, we, I think with, uh, and react with emotion where he's just very logical. Like, why is this happening? <laughs> totally. It makes me feel like when I do crazy things, what he really thinks is like, like, why does she drink that much and act like that? Oh, or I can we, only imagine all this stuff. We he, know he thinks that. Whatever. <laughs> You're such a bitch. We know. <laughs> I know. I have to live salsa night over and over again. I get it. Oh, um, man. I remember that from last podcast. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. But what I was telling Caitlin that I know our listeners would love is that, you know, from The Bachelor to The Bachelorette, being a singer, having hit songs, successful podcaster. Like, you know how our listeners just love listening to the entrepreneur life. Right. So I wanted to talk to you like a little bit about that, like where you went from here. What made you want to like start your scrunchie line, get yeah. into the wine industry? I just feel like I've always been kind of um, a dreamer and a, I like to think outside the box. I like to take risks. I've always been like that my whole life. So when I went on The Bachelor, I was kind of like, if I find love through this, that's great. But what I'm really here for is to build a brand. And I remember yeah. being really honest about that. And I was like, I'm not going to hide it because 
everyone is going on that show to build something or to have a name or to do something with that, whether that's like to be the villain and be gone, but memorable or to, you know, like stay as long as you can. And then if I was like, if I found love, that would be so incredible. But really I was kind of going into it being like, I want to do something with my life that like is meaningful and that I can like make a career out of because I had worked through my twenties at a restaurant. I was a spin instructor. I was doing volunteer work with a local charity. I was very okay with foregoing some education because I wanted to do something different in life. So when that happened, I was like, okay, well, how can I, you know, I want to be authentic, be myself. I want to come off the show and have people be like, well, lover or hater, she is who she is, because that's how I found um, would be the only way to kind of be successful out of that. So when I came off, I saw, you know, all these opportunities coming through that didn't align with what I wanted to do, but it was such good money. And I was like, how do I navigate this? I could have so much more money that I'd work my ass off for in the restaurant biz just from posting on Instagram, but I'm going to lose my followers. I'm going to lose people's interest. And so I had to really say no to a lot of things. And that's hard for me because I say yes to everything. Oh God. Yeah. So I said no to a lot of things and just kind of tried to find things that aligned with me, things that I really cared about, things that I loved, things that mattered to me. And over the years, it just kind of naturally built itself where I I love wine. I worked in the restaurant industry and I learned so much about wine from sommeliers. And then I had to train people on wine knowledge and food pairings. And I just fell in love with the wine industry. So having a podcast, I was like, oh, it revolves around wine. I might as well come up with my own wine label. And just seeing the loyalty of my followers and people that are so invested in, in what I'm doing was mind blowing with everything that I've done. So everything I feel like has come naturally and something that I really love to do. And I think that's why things become successful is because you could tell people love to do if they're, if they're passionate about something. Gosh, it's so true. And you know, a question I have, cause I feel like a lot of people always want to know when entrepreneurs have different brands or, you know, you have your wine label and your scrunchie line. Is it hard every week to be like, okay, I'm going to dedicate this time to this, to that. Like, how do you do it? Like how, every, on Sundays, do you plan your week or what is it like? Well, th- that's a great question because every week is so different. And mm-hmm. I finally got myself an assistant. I had one before, but she ended up getting a- another job in what she really wanted to do. And so I found this new assistant who has helped me tremendously. I'm not an organized person. I always say I function in chaos. I just do, but I need someone to organize things for me. So I have a team that helps me with Spade and Sparrows Wine, helps me with Do Edit Scrunchies, helps me with my podcast. And then they kind of all go through my assistant that can give me a checklist. Because if somebody can give me a checklist, I can get shit done. I'm like, I just want to check it off. But if I have all these different people coming to me from different angles, I get so overwhelmed. Even though I function in chaos, it's still just like, I'll just put it off. So I found that having an assistant really helps because she can tell me every day, like, okay, this is what you need to get done today. You have this phone call. You have this that you need to put out for this content. And uh, she kind of just helps me with what I have. And I like to go day to day because every day is so different. If I plan something out, it's probably going to change anyways. So I think the best way to do it is day to day. Yeah. Gosh, I so agree with that. I have to say an assistant changed my life too, because Nicole and I are both like you. Everything's chaotic around us. And for some reason, we've learned how to function that way. 
And it would drive my husband crazy. He's, it'd give him anxiety. He's like, how do you two do it? Yeah. And I don't know. I think because we had each other. Right. But once I got my assistant, I was like, oh, yeah. this is so easy. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And the best advice I was ever given was like someone once told me like 24 at a time that you always have to have that mindset. And it is crazy how much that changes. One, it helps you be more present. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But then it's like you're not freaking out about the future and it isn't even here yet. Like That's you so don't know true. what it's going to hold so yeah. 24 at a time i need an assistant well you use mine well i don't use yours. my poor assistant does your shit <laughs> this is the thing it's yeah people just go to her because we're twins but i've never asked her anything so it's like she gets so mad at me and i'm like dude i'm not i don't one. get mad it's when we get into a fight also I'm your like, voice just changed so much what happens when we get into a fight i'm always like and i ain't sending you an invoice for using my assistant but girl, here it is. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, it it's funny, Caitlin, because all three of us being reality stars and coming from that world. Do you watch reality television different now? Because like this one loves reality. So what's the one show you're watching right now? The Bachelor. Well, besides that one, the <laughs> oh, Bling Empire. Oh, I just started that. Yeah. So I'm on like the third episode. So when you watch reality television, is it so different the way yeah. you're looking at it? I watch everything different, sports, reality TV, like everything I think has politics behind it or some sort of plan or some other agenda. I was talking, actually, my trainer I went to this morning, we're working out and his brother played in the NFL for years and years and years. And he trained a bunch of NFL players. And I was like, come on, the Bills are going to be in the playoffs because they have the craziest fans. The television ratings need it this year, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no, that's not true. And I'm like, well, I'm just very (laughs) jaded because, you know, reality TV can do that. But yeah, I watch everything differently. I watch for like continuity and like, I'm always feeling sad for the villains, even though they kind of bring it on themselves because I'm like, well, how is it really happening in real time? Like, what are we not seeing? And yeah, I definitely watch things differently now. And we totally know like the producer push. So it's like, we yeah. know almost even with the villains, like kind of maybe the feeling they have inside, like, oh, I don't want to do this, but if this is my only way to stay or right. to make something of myself. So I do too. I get very sympathetic for them because I'm like, oh, I, I know that feeling like when you're put right. in an uncomfortable position. But you know, what's really interesting to me is that villains actually, even though they're hated on TV, they're usually sometimes the biggest stars to come out of shows and end up having the brand because they're so honest and how even we talk about our brands, when you walk in your tree, and you're just like, this is me. Yes. Screw it. People are attached to that. Whether they want to just make fun of you the right. whole time, they're still watching every move. Like Scott Disick. Yeah. I mean, oh the gosh, guy has so shoved true. money down like a waiter's throat and we still can't wait to see what he's going to do next. That's, yeah. so, that's a great example. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to me, but he's just who he is and honest. And I think yeah. people deep down inside love that. I agree. Okay. Well, speaking about all this reality television, you guys have gotten me so nervous for this whole what are we doing? This erotic, erotic play? L- literature. Well, I just thought it was so amazing to have it on The Bachelor and like yeah. watching it. Those and poor girls, though. I was like, I man. Know. The worst. The worst. And I to do imagine. it to Matt on the stage, I was like, I'm that sucks. Yeah. Like oh that. And in front of all the girls actually would be the worst. Uh-uh. In um, front of Chris Harrison. I could, Chris oh. Harrison sitting there giggling, watching these girls talk about sexual things. I was like, ah, ah. I was getting so like bothered by it because when I was on the show, and talked about sex it was like nah you don't do that 
faux pas, slut shaming galore. And now they're being celebrated. Hannah B can have sex in a windmill four times. We're doing erotica <laughs> novels. And I'm like, it's positivity. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. And for the listeners who didn't tune into The Bachelor, what we're talking about is, you know, they'll do their little challenges. One of their challenges was they had to go right it was like erotica lit- literature mm-hmm. and they had Pretty to go on stage. Poem. Yeah. They had to go on stage, perform it in front of Matt and Chris Harrison. Yeah. They all were there and all the girls. So I thought it'd be fun that we do kind of our own little sex poems. Okay. Yeah. I'm you know? so into this. You told me this and I was yeah. like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> How funny with our guys. Caitlin and I were trying to get Jason and Artem to do it because selfishly, I want to hear how Artem would write about me. Well, hopefully it'd be about me. And then he was so mad. Uh, Jason was like, I don't have time for this. I was like, I do. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. Okay, so I didn't write mine out. So I'm going to have you two go first and okay. then I'm going to wing it. I mean, I know like... Okay, g- don't worry. We got it. Promo yeah. queen on the fly. Oh, not, okay, it's Mrs. Not, Live. I'm just nervous that it's going to be so bad. So let's start with the well, good stuff. Good. And then that's do you want to go first or me? I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. So just to set the stage, when the girls did it, some girls were like moaning. Some girls were funny. Some girls were like serious. And so I went a little bit in between and I'm more okay, like me too. I like to think I'm actually a rapper. Um, I'm oh, really good at rapping. Like so this, I made it more of like a poem because I'm good with rhymes. Okay, good. I, I like love that. this. Are you ready? Nice. Yeah. Don't get too turned on, okay? Ooh, We're going to try, try not, not to. to. Twins. <laughs> okay, ready? Ahem. Oh my gosh, Pino's making eye contact with me, and this is really awkward. Yeah. Pino's <laughs> ready. Pino's like, give okay. it to me, mama. Yeah. I had longed for this man since the day of my birth. I dreamt about the condom I would use for my purse. When I touched his peen, I was filled with mirth. I loved the width. <laughs> I mostly loved the girth. It was the bestest dick on Mother Earth. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was absolutely amazing. That was oh, amazing. If this wasn't attached to something, I would drop it. Yeah. You have that's to drop a major it. mic drop. That Holy was shit. incredible. Wait, how, how, well, now, how do, do I, I follow that? So mine is in rhyme. And that was amazing. Um, Caitlin, could you like print that out and send it to me? I'll I feel like I need to send it to you. Yeah. yeah. I feel oh, like no, that's, that's going to go viral. That's going to go weekly's, viral. like, give it to us. That They're going to go in, in my. Put that on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. T- oh, you have to put that on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Then Victoria, Queen Victoria is going to get, I mean, she's going to compete. You know what? Run for. So, yeah. That mine, was really good. Shit. Yeah. Mine's not that good. And mine doesn't rhyme, but I'm going to try to take you guys to a place in my life. Okay. Okay. I pull into the driveway. So, so thirsty. I go into the house and there I find Artem, topless and cooking. A tomahawk steak for two. The juices are dripping. He's sweating. And all I could think about is that my man looks so tasty. So I walk over to him. He kisses me. Hello. Grabs me behind the neck and gives me that look of hunger, but not for the steak, for me. He then dips me and starts to kiss my breasts all the way up to my neck, then my face. Then he throws me against the refrigerator, tears off my clothes, and then he starts to cry. Wait, that's Mateo crying. (laughs) Shit, Mateo's crying. My boobs are leaking and Artem is asleep next to me. 
It was all just a dream. Oh, <laughs> shit. That was really good, too, because that was more like I really felt like I was there, which was awkward for me, but I really yeah. felt like I was. <laughs> yes, oh good. Gosh. I love it. That was amazing. All right. So, all right, on the fly, Brie. Oh, gosh. Now, see. Look at she's drinking a rosé. I know. Down it, girl. I'll admit. Because I didn't watch this episode. Um, I haven't caught up yet. So I didn't realize it was all intense like this. So now I've, I'm really embarrassed. I thought that I, I showed you with all the bleeps. Yeah, you showed me a girl that literally said bleep, 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 That's bleep, true. bleep. I was like, I'm guessing she's saying dick the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, that's good. Just yeah. say a bleep, 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 bleep. Um, yeah, I should just use like my life, like. You know, no, no, kid no, 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 hickory on, on dickory dick or <laughs> Mary had a little vagina. I don't know. You're a mom. <laughs> Mary had a little vagina. Yeah. Oh my God. Actually, I should just use myself. Breezy had a little vagina way back in the day. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Girl. Um, you know, Stupid. let's actually, you know what? I, I'm just going to say something that I'm just going to go into fantasy land right now. I'm really going to think about what I want in life. I'm I'm going to go there. So I'm just, I walk into my house and I slowly make my way to my bedroom and I go into my bathroom and I slowly undress. As my clothes hit the floor, I see my husband walk into the room as he gets into the bed. I put on my robe and I don't close it. I leave it wide open. As I slowly make my way to the bedroom, I get under the covers, but I leave my feet out. And Brian slowly touches my body and he makes his way all the way down and he starts massaging my feet. And then I start thinking to myself, yes, yes. (laughs) 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 Boom. No, who doesn't like their feet rubbed? First of all, I thought you were going to mention the big bush. That would have been good. Okay, listen. There's days you want your vagina rubbed and there's days you want your feet rubbed. I want my feet rubbed. Yeah, but this perfectly (laughs) describes Bree's sex life. Like, feet are out. Like, ew. Like, I could only imagine, like, you and Brian. Like, hey, Brian, my feet are out of the covers. Brian is very good at giving foot massages. Maybe he has a fetish. Maybe this. Yeah. I'm not going. I thought you were going to say he massaged my vagina with his tongue. I was like, yes. Right? I thought she was going to mention the bush somewhat. Well, I was kind of going there where you think I'd talk about my vagina, but we talked about my feet. Wow, what a curveball. You really had me on my seat there. Right? (laughs) But now you guys know what I'm going to do. Tonight in my journal, I'm going to write a whole little sex poem. All right. Well, I think everyone tonight, go write in your journals, share with your friends, erotica literature or good sex poems. Yeah. Caitlin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You were amazing. So fun. And if you have time, do you want to stick around and do one question from Bella Army Cuny? Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. I'd love to. All right, you guys. Now it's time for a special edition of Bella Army Q&A. It's Caitlin Army Q&A. <laughs> As always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. That's right. So today's question's from Sammy. So, Caitlin, this is for you. Okay. If you were in the WWE, what would your name be, your outfit, and your entrance? Ooh. Oh, okay. Easy. Um, my name would be the Silent Thunder because... No one, like, let me just embarrass myself for a second. No one would think these could do any harm. And, <laughs> yeah. And, but but they don't know that I box. 
and then I could do it. So it'd be the silent thunder. Cause I'd be like, wham, I'm here. And you didn't even know it or expect I it. I love it. My outfit would be like some sort of, I just rolled in on my skateboard, like a beanie and like a flannel with some converse because that's my style. And that's when I feel my toughest and my baddest ass self. And then what was, it. Oh, the song. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, I mean, you would have to sing your own song. Oh, you'd have to sing your own song. No, mine are too like cheesy. I would, I would, (laughs) it would be like Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. Oh, Oh, that's that's good. good. And it goes perfect Mm -hmm. with the vibe. Yes. You could come out and do a little dance. Oh, I like it. Which, by the way, I actually saw on your IG story, I don't know, this was this past Sunday, you attempted to go through a table. I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. I actually thought of you guys. Um, it it hurt, and um, I I bubble wrapped myself, so I'm not as tough as you guys. But I was actually very impressed, though. Thank you. Yeah, I had to really um, make myself known as a Bills fan, and they're crazy, and they jump through tables. <laughs> so I bubble wrapped myself and wanted to go through a table. Wait, you were the Maybe- one in the video that jumped from the stairs to the table. It was from a chair, but yeah, yeah. She was that a you bubble posted. Wrapped. That wasn't yeah. someone else. Yeah, that was her. That was me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I thought that was like some dude so, from a party when I like looked at it. Like I thought like you posted yeah. from a, like a meme. No, that was her. So maybe it's I'm so not impressed. silent thunder. Maybe it's bubble girl. Oh, I like that. And I like my outfit's kind of like bubble wrap. And it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Caitlin, so much. And tell oh, May when we could all have some May. wine. I can't. Fingers wait. crossed that yes. Bottle Rock will happen. Oh, I hope Bottle Rock will be Memorial Weekend. And we could party and have some fun. We will. And I wanted to also thank your Bella Army because I know that you guys were getting them to vote every Monday. And Aww. Bella Army and Bachelor Nation are a force to be reckoned with. And so right. I wanted to say thank you to you guys and to all the Aww. Bella Army. Oh, thank you. That, that means that. so much. It does. Awesome. Yeah, thank so you guys sweet. for having me. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, thank you. And a huge, massive thank you to Caitlin Bristow for coming on the podcast and just being absolutely amazing. I just love her so much. And I can't wait to drink wine with you, Caitlin. Yes. I think we'll have a great time. <laughs> also, make sure to tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we have an Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bella's Podcast, so make sure to follow us at the Bella's Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless and you'll always go brie mode if you drink along with us see See you next wednesday Wednesday. and as birdie likes to say bye-bye Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. 
tasks are taking forever to complete and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.